Hey, Vancouver, Vancouver, Vancouver. Welcome back to another episode of Sippin' on a 40. Uh, the official post-game show of your Vancouver Canucks. Sort of, not really, but kind of. Because let's be honest, who gives you the podcast that quick after the game? Nobody other than Kyle Bowen. K-Y-L-E-B-H-A-W-A-N. Uh, we'll give you this podcast after every Canuck game and we'll try having it to you when. Uh, under 30, under 45 minutes again after that game. Because that's what we do. Again, that's what Kyle Bowen does. In Canada, you hear the music in the back, right? You hear the fucking music, right? And this is how we're starting this episode. Uh, all those doubters. Did you just see that? Uh, that's a team with swag. A lot of swag. More swag than any other team in Canada. And that was evident to us, right? The West Coast. The best coast in this nation. Because we watch these games. Uh, there was that... There was that point that Anthony Stewart tried bringing out during the first intermission, right? About Elias Patterson or Elias Patterson. And how he's fighting back. Hitting back. He's not taking shit from anyone. Yo, if you watched Vancouver Canuck hockey, Patterson's been doing that since he's gotten into the league. And he's... The biggest reason why, yes, the biggest reason why, there's no doubt in my mind that this team is the best team in Canada. Again, the team with the most swag up north. It's evident. I'll say this to a lot of people in the city as well. They had their doubts. They doubted elite, super elite talent going into this season. And I get it, right? 50 years, no cup. 50 years, not much. 50 years, mediocrity. I get it. But it's got to stop, especially in 2021. We're locked down, right? Vancouver, we're locked down. We're not going anywhere. And this is the time we got to believe in our people. Our people. The Vancouver Canucks. The people of Vancouver. It's fucking evident. This team... Uh, this team is the best in Canada. Real talk. Let's do this. Yes, let's do this. Sipping on a 40. Man, we're going to have a lot of fun tonight in Vancouver. All my real fans... Yo, 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 yo. Welcome back to season two of Sippin' on a 40, the show that's named after Elias Pedersen and his number and the fact that this whole city is drunk off of his elite talent. Somehow, some way, this quick, he, he's able to give this city this much hope. Well, the people who are watching it the right way because again a lot of people in the city had their doubts and i know it's only one game it's only one game but it is one game in a 56 game regular season right it is one game in which uh, this could have gone south it could have gone south quick no jt miller a bad second period the oilers tie up the game quick styles in the third period real talk quick styles but here's that team with the most swag getting it done in the first game of the season and it's something uh, give them a round of applause give them a round of applause okay uh, they deserve it and for the whole episode I just want to run this in the background okay 
Uh, that's what I want to run. Because I want the nation listening to this. I do. I do. Once again, this is Sipping on a 40. My name, Kyle Bowen, K-Y-L-E-B-H-A-W-A-N. You can find the show on the Nux Misconduct Network, wherever you listen to podcasts. Give it a swipe. Give it a tap. Boom, bam. You just made your hockey life a little bit better. Earlier this week, we had Dan Murphy on the network talking to Nick Bondi on Power of the Towel. He just got some new artwork, too. Hey, shout out to her. Shout out to Hanaya, okay? Can we give her a round of applause? Straight up, shout out to Hanaya for killing that artwork. Uh, go check out the network. And off the top, off the top, uh, before we go into the doubt, right? Before we break down this game, sort of, I kind of, not really. Okay? Uh, we kind of got into it there. Uh, why don't we just run this clip? Because honestly speaking, a lot of you, a lot of you people, again, across the league and in this city, just doubting. For what? I don't see why the hockey world is downgrading the Canucks like they are. I, I don't see it. Now, I, I get that Markstrom's gone and he was arguably their, their MVP, you tell me, the last couple of years. I get oh, that. Oh, yeah. No, I, but I believe in Patrick Demko. So, so there's one for me. Number two... But not an upgrade on Chris Tanev. He is. He is. Okay. Now, I get it. Tanev was the guy for Quinn Hughes, and now it's going to be Travis Hamannick. But Travis Hamannick is a good number four. He's not more than that. He's not more than that. But he can play the number four role. Um, yes, they lost Tyler Toffoli. He was a Canuck for four minutes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I got, listen, I think the Habs had a hell of a pickup there. I got nothing against Tyler Toffoli. I think the Habs did a smart pickup, by the way, at a good AEV, too. But it's not like he was a, a, a real Canuck. I mean, they, got, they got him at the deadline because of, of some injuries, and then he got hurt, and then he played a bit. But, I mean, the, the, this narrative of, well, they didn't replace Tyler Toffoli. They never had Tyler Toffoli, in my mind. That's the way I look at the Canucks. So I still think I'd like to see them upgrade up front at some point before April 12th. But the idea that the Canucks, who I think were the best team in Canada last year, or downgraded where everyone has them fourth or fifth. I, I don't. I'm not buying that. I, I think that's frankly off base. And hey, Pierre LeBron on TSN 1040 with Matt Zakaris and Blake Price. Uh, this one's for you. You get one too, okay? He knows it too. This is the best team in Canada. Now this nation is littered with talent. Yes, these teams. Across Canada, Calgary, Edmonton, Winnipeg, Toronto. There is top-tier talent there. In comparison to Vancouver, I know McDavid and Dreisaitl are damn good. In fact, that's the best one-two punch in the NHL. Uh, let's be honest. Let's be real. But what the Canucks have in Pedersen and Hughes, that center, D-man, boom-bam connection... Uh, that's something. And it's that swag. Uh, does McDavid have this, mu this much swag? Does he? Does Drysidle have this much swag? These guys have that swag. They have that confidence. And we saw it last year in the playoffs. Small sample size. But Pedersen and Hughes put up the points. Pedersen and Hughes, uh, they set the culture. They, they're the hardest working players. We saw it with Hughes today on his ass making a play to Besser. I'm telling you, this team has a lot of swag. And I hope, I know, I know it's only one game. Again, one game in a shortened season. Pretty big. One game without JT Miller. 
pretty big, okay? Let's be honest. But it should be evident. Yeah, they lost Markstrom, their MVP over the last couple of seasons. Yes, Markstrom did a lot for these guys, kept them in games. He made them look good when they were bad. That's just a fact. Yeah, they lost Tanev and Stetcher, but they replaced them. They did. They did. With Pedersen and Hughes here for the long run, right? This team will always be competitive. They'll, they'll always be solid. We saw proof of that last year. They're not going to let this team take a step back. And you know what? Why don't we just step back a little bit? I, I get it kind of, sort of. Right? The doubt, right? The doubt from the city, from the people. It, it was a shortened season last season. The bubble tournament. How much can you really look into what actually happened? And again, with the city, right? 50 years, no cup. It, it leaves so much room for doubt. But do yourself a favor and understand that this franchise has never been blessed like this. They, they really haven't. They haven't. With that talent coming in this quick in their career, Hughes and Patterson, it's something else. They're game changers. They're revolutionary. And they're the reason why this team is the best team in Canada. Now let's talk about the game. Brock Besser. Brock Besser. You want to talk about the lack of depth on this Vancouver Canucks organization. Right? Right? I understand the bottom six stuff. It's kind of messy. It really is. But if you take that crop at the top, right? The Millers, the Horvats, the Bessers, the Nate Schmitz, the Demkos, the Hopis, alongside Hughes and Patterson, it really is something. And Brock Besser, that may have been his best hockey game since his rookie campaign. He was good from the, the start of the game. And he, and he was shooting the puck hard the whole way through. And if that's the case, right? If he can play as well as he did in his rookie season, if he can be that game breaker that he was way back when. Oh, baby! Pavy! Uh, that's something. That's something. And I think he can. Uh, the dude breathes hockey. He fits the mold. He's part of this culture, this culture on this team. Nobody in Canada has a culture like this. Nobody. Again, their best players, their most talented players in this organization are their hardest working players. Day in and day out. Brock Besser, part of that core, and he was, he was successful today. And so big in the third period. So big in the third period. It, it, was, it was great to see. It was refreshing to some extent and a reminder to what he can bring to the table. Now, I want to stick with that line, right? I, I do. Because prior to the third, I didn't really fuck with it too much. And uh, I know it's only one game. But I do believe that Jake Vertanen is a bit of an anchor on that line based on the way they like to play. And without JT Miller having Vertanen up there in the neutral zone, things don't really work out the same way. And we saw a couple times where... Well, we see Pedersen and Besser dump that puck in. I'm guessing that's the way they got to play with Vertanen. And they just hope that Vertanen can go retrieve pucks. And I just don't see Vertanen playing that style of hockey. I don't. I don't. In fact, I don't really see him working on that top line. And I know it's only one game, but 
Uh, we're talking about a dude who's so polarizing and has this opportunity handed to him thanks to COVID-19. And I just thought I'd see more from him, especially in his competitive spirit. If those two, again, Bastard Pedersen, are unable to do things in the neutral zone and they deliver that puck down the ice because they want that other guy retrieving it. I don't know how much success they're going to have with Vertanen doing that. In fact, put Taylor Mott up there. Did I say Taylor Mott? Tyler Mott. Oh, what's wrong with me? <laughs> Hooglander. Hoglander. Hooglander. Niles Niels Hooglander. That dude, that rookie, scores in his first game. And that same dude did a lot of things I didn't know he was capable of. I mean, he worked his, his, he worked his ass off throughout the whole game. And when seeing Niels or Niles, whatever his name is, in the highlights, I saw a lot of flash. That's what I was expecting. Again, I didn't know he had this compete in him. And his biggest fan after tonight's game has to be Travis Green. It has to be Travis Green. He did everything right. And again, without the flash. And if he continues to do that, uh, the flash, it's going to ooze through. Uh, that was something. He set the tone. He did. He did. Uh, when you see that dude working his ass off, it, it must it must do something for the whole bench. And, and how about that, right? When, when rookies come into this organization and they see guys like Horvat, Miller, Besser, Pedersen, Hughes, not, not only be the best guys with the puck, again, the most skilled guys, but also their hardest working, it, it must do something for a guy like Hooglander. Impressive, impressive. And looks good on that second line. And Tanner Pearson, he looked fast. He looked impressive. You know, so many things have to happen for this team to be great. The best team in Canada. And one of those things has to be Tanner Pearson not taking a step back. Because he had a good year last year. In the regular season. Was a great regular season player. And he has to do the same again. If we want to be the best team in Canada. Man, oh man. How about that, Vancouver? How about that? Canada, y'all better watch out, okay? It's raining. Vancouver. Hallelujah, it's raining. Vancouver. Y'all gotta watch out. My city, my team, about to reign over this nation. I said my team, your team too. You listening to this. We about to reign over the whole nation. Now, let me tell you a couple a couple goals of this program, Sipping on a 40, before we leave. Because we, we are about to leave. I, I got to go. It's 10-11. I'm a little tired. I got to get used to this schedule. I got to read a book. Haven't done so already. Okay? Now let me live. Now, one of its goals for this program is to, is to be the most hated podcast in Canada outside of Vancouver. And I think we can do that. I, I really do. I really do. Now, another goal is to get Nelly Furtado on the program and you know it listeners you know it in fact we've had more conversations about nelly with the listeners than we had with the canucks dating back to last year okay if for some reason and that reason being her her being what the, the greatest entertainer from british columbia uh, that's just a fact too so we trying to do a lot we trying to do a lot we trying to do a lot for you the listener now, before we do leave, uh, can we play the other music? 
Can we play the other music? Okay, put this down. Put this down, okay? Just put it down for a bit. There was a lot of energy on tonight's episode. And it's ironic because in my notes, during this, uh, this period of reflecting in 2020, I made sure to note that I would slow down, calm down behind the mic. It's something that I think resembles more of who I am. Well, part of me. And here I am on the first episode of Sipping on a 40, just yelling at the people. Exuberant, right? Hey, it's au natural. But I do want to tell the people this. On the other network, the Posted Up Network, if you know who I am, Kyle Bowen, right? Kyle Bowen, K-Y-L-E-B-H-A-W-A-N. We stopped producing Vancouver's only podcast, Loki, where we talked to entrepreneurs, entertainers from the city. It was such a great program. We played music. It, it was it was a beautiful program. We stopped doing that for this, for sipping on a 40. We stopped doing this for you, the listener. And I'll be honest, I got no fucking regrets. That being said, go check out the other network, connect the dots. Meanwhile, in Canada, hey, we got what the fuck you're reading coming back on the other network too. We doing a lot. In fact, if you don't already know, I do make playlists every Sunday. The posted up playlist been been happening for what 244 consecutive weeks. So if you want someone making your uh, making your weekly playlist, I'm that dude too. Okay. I'm that dude too. Now again, I'm trying to calm down. Calm down, Kyle. Now let's send the people off the right way. I'm happy for you. And you should be proud of yourself, especially if you're one of those Canucks fans who had hope. And this is coming from someone who, who's doubted the man at the top, Jim Benning, for many years. But again, based on what we saw last year, I hope that you, uh, you go into this season understanding that we may witness something fantastic and it may not be a Stanley Cup but it will be this team proving that it's the best team in Canada and it's fucking possible it is it's fucking possible without Markstrom without Tanev without Stedger with this team being in cap hell it is it really is and we can worry about what's going to happen uh, the year after this year, when Pedersen and Hughes make $46 million each. We can worry about that if you... <sighs> you know what? We can't. We can't. Calm down. Put the volume up. Don't stress about that. Please. Don't. Don't. Just enjoy the moment. Especially in 2021. Look at what just happened last year. Enjoy, enjoy this one day at a time. Because it is special. That was sipping on a 40. My name, Kyle Bowen. Again, go check out the Nux Misconduct Network. Dan Murphy was just on the program on Power of the Towel on the network with Nick Bondi. Go check out that episode. Hey, another shout out to Hanaya for that artwork. We're spreading that love. Have a good morning. Yes, a good morning, a good afternoon, a good night. We don't know when you're listening to this, but we, yes, we appreciate it. Peace. <laughs>